Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Yo. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to the best podcast that has ever existed in the history of podcasts. It's your number one. What's that? Strong intro. Yeah, right. Um, It's your number one source for all things craft beer related. The internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives and friendship. I am your host weighing in at. 0.097 0.097 metric tons of fun. The BCEs, Christmas Maximus, the all-knowing, all-seeing Tom. All right. <laughs> and I'm your other host, the Hot Master General, Grand Master of Malt, the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. And Dan, I think I think we can nail it this time. Oh yeah, I'm ready. Um, and we are the best. Best friends podcast in the world. Dan, hit the music. What's wrong? This isn't the right one. It's not the... Dan, it's not the right one. This isn't the, the song that I sent you. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. You said the right stuff. No. I said the right one. You, you told me to get the right stuff. No, I told you to get the right one as in the right song i mean it's still a pretty good song i regardless that wasn't the right song that we we talked about for right we've st- been talking about it for months dan that's the right stuff it's not the right stuff <sighs> Whatever, Tom. one day we'll get it <laughs> one day we'll get it man one i don't I, yeah i don't know i don't know um all right all right everybody um so remember uh subscribe rate and review ratings dan Five-star party, ladies and gentlemen. That's the one. That's the one we're looking for. Five-star party. Um, uh, Reviews. Shoot us a review. You get a chance to win free beer. Um, You know, Dan and I will review the reviews at the uh, the end of the month, and we'll uh, we'll choose a review that reviews the most reviewee. Funny, scathing, kissing our ass. Who cares? Do it, whatever. Yeah. Just give us five stars. We don't care. Yep. We'll ship you some beer. Suck it, Tom Wolf. Um, And I think that's it. Um, oh yeah. We're part of hopped up network. Check us out. Oh yeah. We're on network now. Yep. Check us out on the hopped up network, hopped up network.com. Um, check out all the other podcasts on the network. Yeah. Hopped up network is an ever growing group of independent beer podcasts. So check out them and other podcasts on the network at www.hoppedupnetwork.com. Yeah, man. We just, bur- we're, we're a well-oiled machine at this point. We're just burning through this intro. Oh Yeah. I think this is the fastest we've ever, I think the last one I was think, like seven minutes long. I think it's because we really need to get down to that first beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need, uh, we need to get into some beer. Speaking of that beer. Why don't we, why don't we bring on a guest who let's do it. Made the beer. 
Uh, so we're going to be joined today by the owner and brewer at Rebel Hill Brewing Company in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. It's Greg. I didn't, Greg, I didn't ask you what your how to sp- how to say your last name, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess. Cluj. Correct. Yes. Oh, very good. Score one for the big guy. Put that finesse on the G right there. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't I don't have I don't I, I didn't I wasn't quick enough with the soundboard. <laughs> no, it was good though. Hey, good guess. Damn, I'm Daniel. not Daniel. <laughs> All right, uh, Greg. Thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, I've been super excited about this one because uh, I'm. Personally, I mean, Dan, I know Dan is too, but uh, we're both really big fans of Rebel Hill. Um, they're a, a, a local special. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. It, it's a good, like, halfway between both Dan and I. It's like a good meeting point. It's a good meeting point, yeah. yeah. Meeting point brewery. Um, yeah, five minutes down the road for me, yeah. so easy pickup, so. Yeah, and uh, and as Greg brought up, I was the, the brilliant one who decided, let's do a, a drinking podcast after, the day after the Super Bowl. Um. So I wasn't looking, I wasn't looking at the, uh, the calendar that way. So, uh, <laughs> you know, well, I tried really hard not to drink, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately, so did I, Greg, uh, yeah. so did I lessons learned lessons learned. I was, I drank all day yesterday. Oh my God. Yeah. I went out and was snow blowing. I had, I had a beer while I was snow blowing. I had a beer when I came in. I did, did a little, little video editing with, uh, with, uh, a video clip coming out in a little bit. Oh, um, you know, did a little bit more drinking then and then watch the Super Bowl. And I'm surprised, surprised a little more drinking then. Did you get one of those dad naps on the couch? No, no. Like I mid was afternoon when you've had like a couple right before you have a few more where you just do the dad. nap. No, man, I, I did. I busted out the snowblower, um, for that fresh pow pow yesterday. And, uh, and I hit, I hit my neighbor's uh driveway too so i was all dude i had all that dad energy pumping through my body <laughs> i was like oh i got you know revving up the the snowblower <laughs> got got all of my dad juices flowing there you go you know plus i had uh i had some i had some sour energy beers there you go so there you go all right so uh we're gonna be drinking uh we're gonna be drinking a couple of rebel hill beers and uh dan will tell us about those in a second um and if you want to follow along with the beers that we are drinking uh you can follow us on untapped um uh at best best friends pod that's bat at bat at best best friends p-o-d where are the boys from the south Eastern Pennsylvania It, it was a it was a hard approach to the p-o-d drops I hope it gets better for you Tom it can only go up. Okay. You know, POD is just a constant rise. It's all energy. It's all hype. Um, yeah. So Dan, <laughs> tell us what we're going to be drinking first. All right. So we are going to be drinking our first beer, which is Scratch the Surface by Rebel Hill Brewing Company. I'm so excited for this one. Oh, yeah. This is a personal favorite of the podcast here. 5.4% pale ale brewed with Pilsner and a touch of wheat dry hopped aggressively with mosaic and citra. Notes of tangerine, lemon... Verbena, <laughs> verbena, 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 grapefruit and dank pine, our desert island beer. It's a, almost a, a three point nine zero on Untapped. That's a hype beer right there. Yeah, I like it. All right. Um. So we've, I mean, we've had scratch the surface many times before. Um. So this is, you know, one of those rare intra- instances when we have a beer on the podcast that isn't like a 
you know, we we're just releasing this for the first time this month and we'll never release it again. Beer. Um, this was a complete label shopper for me, for you guys too. I gotta say that <laughs> the labels, yeah, were the labels came out really quick. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, uh, I, I think we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about what goes into the labels and, uh, in a little bit here. Um, but we need to, yeah. we need to get into drinking. Yeah. Tom is salivating yeah. over here. I'm, parched i need to moisten my mouth all right uh let's crack these in one two three all right good crack gentlemen let's get the good pour here i'm not gonna shotgun this like i said (laughs) now you're gonna save that for the esb (laughs) yeah so nothing says shotgunning like a like a pub beer yeah (laughs) like an english bitter Mm-hmm. All right. Just as I remember it. Nice and just a nice level of haze to it. Yeah, I love right. this beer. Boys, Slancha. Yeah, Cheers, guys. Oh, man. Tom, I think you needed that sip more than any of us. Man, needed. that that sip hit different. <laughs> that that sip needed to <laughs> You needed that after mm-hmm. uh, some technical difficulties leading up to say this the least. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I have never seen you run for the first sip so fast. <laughs> um, and what a first sip it was. Um, just as I remembered, um, this is just a, a solid. You know, it's an American pale ale, correct, Greg? We're yeah, not we're yeah. not going Indian Indian pale ale. Um, you know, it's got a great haze to it. Uh, if you're looking for, you know, most beer drinkers really care about what pictures they're taking rather than the beer that they're drinking. And, you know, the, this is this will hit both. It's great tasting and it'll look good on the Instagrams. There you go. Yeah, I think uh, when we were trying to make this, it was the, the main focus was just trying to make something that was drinkable. Um, I mean, I should say me originally when I was home brewing it because this was like the first recipe that I brought into Rebel Hill um, probably about six years old but uh, me and Doug my other brewer um, have definitely done small tweaks along the, the way uh, changing up the, the wheat on it um, just making it super drinkable um, and then you know the way that we come up with our hopping addition. Um, I think it really makes it a nice soft beer that you can just crush all yeah, day long. Definitely crushable at 5.4%. Oh, yeah. And I mean, with the summer release of this too, it was such a nice beer to have. Like I remember grabbing some before going on vacation. This was a beach beer for me too. And it was nice. Didn't like weigh me down too much. Like a lot of the other like pale ales and IPAs that, you know, I always bring along the way. This was my crushable this was my crushable beer. So I don't, um, <clears throat> I mentioned, uh, I mentioned, uh, the awful cesspool that is untapped and, uh, earlier. Um, and you know, we, Dan and I have talked about it before, uh, our the, war on untapped. Yeah. I, I mean, it's an awful place and it does awful things for the beer industry, but, uh, you know, uh, I, Dan and I have kind of, uh, stepped away from rating beers, um, and anymore, I just kind of, I, I take a picture of a beer, 
you know, so I remember that I had it. Yeah. And then I th- I go in and just, you know, in clumps, just throw beer into untapped. I don't I don't rate them. I don't do anything. I just put the picture up. I, I say what beer it is and that's it. He tags me it. in it. So I know when he does his dumping of 15 to 20 different beers on untapped, oh, I'm yeah. being tagged in every single one of them. I have to turn my phone on. Do not disturb. <laughs> yeah, I did that yesterday. How'd you like that? Oh, yeah. Do not disturb. Yeah. Um, but this when I was looking up uh, the for the description of this yesterday, uh, I looked it up and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I, I put this on there and I looked at I was like, oh, my God, I put a I put a review like a, an actual like I. Oh, you never put text. No, for a review. I, I wrote about this beer and I think it's like you maybe, drove him to write. Yeah. And I because re- I remember I had it after I mowed the lawn uh, and I was okay. like, oh, man. And I wrote that it's a killer crushable pale ale, grape blend of mosaic and citrus hops. Mm, and nice, you know, nice. you have the honor, the distinction of being, having a beer so good that I felt the need to write about it. Like just a gigantic <laughs> douche on, untapped. Nice. Well, at least you weren't like the person that gave it like a half a star saying that it was too citrusy, which is exactly what it should be. <laughs> That's what my biggest. I, I believe with, it's uh, in the description. <laughs> Did I read notes of tangerine? Yeah, <laughs> I really. Yeah, I really only like New England's. Uh, this is just a little too citrusy for me. Point five. <laughs> yeah, as I stroke my neck beard. <laughs> so you said this was. That was like. Oh, go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say. So you said this was one of your first recipes bringing to Rebel Hill. Yeah. So I mean, there there were. Um, I'd say this one and bleed green, uh, was another one. Um, you know, of course, like along the way we adjust it, you know, you get used to your equipment and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, this was like probably one of my oldest recipes. Um, love the beer. Just like I said, it's like our desert Island beer, like me and Doug, we could just crush these all day long. Um, yeah, there's, and, and so, uh, up until about, I'd say three, four months ago, uh, we were strictly a seven barrel brewery. We had seven barrel, uh, fermenters. We just got, uh, two that, uh, it's crazy because no one knows how we got them. And if you, you obviously you've got guys been to our place, it's not the biggest yeah. brewery you've ever seen. Um, and uh, that was definitely uh, a, a crazy day getting those things and and standing <laughs> them up. It's like a game of Tetris uh, back there. <laughs> pretty much, but ex- except if each piece from Tetris weighed like fifteen hundred pounds. So, <laughs> so, um, but we did it. <laughs> so you guys kind of have a little bit of a unique setup as far as breweries go. Um, yeah, you're in like a. I don't even know what to call them anymore. There, there's like, they're like what strip malls are. They're like a, it's like a strip mall, but it's one of those new, new fangled strip little malls. City. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's you're like a, a little fake world. Yeah. Micro walkabout. <laughs> and I'll, I'll be honest with you when you guys first opened and I, you know, it, I remember seeing like the, that shopping area being built up and, it was like Rebel Hill Brewing on the corner. I was like, there's going to be a brewery in there? Like, what? I was like, ooh, California tortilla. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, uh, it, it's probably going to be like one of those like chainy, oh, we make like 
all, you know, five beers and they're all the same all year long. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's, yeah, that's kind of yeah. how we like, we looked at it because yeah. we, we just didn't know like what was going into it, but man, don't judge a book by its color. No, no. <laughs> and I, you know, I spent a yeah. while like driving by it and finally Dan was like, yeah, I went to rebel Hill and I was like, Oh really? And he's like, it's really good. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, huh? So I, I guess we'll have to stop in. I'm glad we did. And then the pandemic hit and we right. never actually got to physically stop yeah. in and we took advantage of all the delivery options you guys had. <laughs> so did you, did you run into that with like, uh, other people like kind of judging a book by its cover? Uh, yeah, I would say, uh, maybe one of the most frustrating things that I've experienced with like the location itself is, um, I guess kind of is kind of that because I, it's funny because I was never looking in a place like, like where we are, you know, um, it was always either like some industrial park or I was always looking for like a, a warehouse or something like that. Um, and then this just kind of fell into my lap and it worked out. Um, but yeah, I think that the, the strange thing is, is when, when we used to do like, um, beer events or, um, you know, people would come up and they take the beer and like, Oh, this is, you know, it's really good. Where, you know, where are you guys located? I'm like, oh, we're on the outskirts of Phoenixville. Um, and, like, oh, okay. and then I tell them like kind of 724 rep Sam road. And a lot of them be like, Oh, I look like right around the corner. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why the hell haven't you come in? Like, <laughs> so, uh, that's a bit frustrating, I guess. But like, I think like, uh, at the same time, I've always been like a, kind of a beer beer nerd myself for a while and I've always like tried to go out and find those types of places um you know not necessarily being told like just going out and experiencing things not I mean I'm sure COVID has a lot to do with it but like uh, I feel like nowadays people stay in like their bubble where it's like you know they have their spot that's close to them and they don't really venture out as much anymore um I don't know. I just, and maybe they do, but, uh, I don't think, uh, for me, like, you know, uh, I was always the type of person that was trying to find different places. And, you know, I think nowadays there's so much, uh, beer out there, the ability to get it shipped now and stuff like that. Um, you know, you, you might not always find some places, but I think it's totally cool because I think we blow people away once they do find out about us. Yeah, I mean, and that's the most important thing: finding it for yourself. It, it's funny because it, it's like you're you're building your where you guys are. It's like it looks too nice. You know what right. I mean? Like it's like it's too new and Craft updated. Beer needs like, to be in like a warehouse that's yeah. like the setting of a Tony Hawk video game or something. Just has to be like. <laughs> yeah, you need to wait and wait for four o'clock when they open up their garage door <laughs> slash bar area. And yeah, it's like it was it was total. You know, it was a total. And you guys were like the, I guess, like the eye opener for me as far as like, all right, well let's not judge a book by its cover. You know, let's, you know, not be, let's just not make assumptions on something, give them a try. And then, you know, that's, that's actually a good thing to do in life in general. So hopefully we've helped you with that. No, no, I'll never change that way. <laughs> no, <laughs> nope, still, an, still an old curmudgeon. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I, I, 
I have definitely changed in the way of like, I'm, I really want to try like every, and I I think that's kind of one of the purposes of our podcast is to um, get as many breweries, uh, you know, a platform to talk on because, um, you know, we have people on like, we have Attic Brewing on. People are like, "Who the hell is Attic Brewing? Yeah. Where, where that? Where are they at?" And we're like, "Well, it's in Germantown, you know, it's Philadelphia, but you can get their beer delivered, and it, their beer's awesome." Yeah, you know. So, it, I, I completely agree that people do get in their bubble of like, "I live in this area; these are the brewers around me, and that's all I'm going to drink." And it, it right. needs to, you know, you need to be able to venture out and find out about like the the gems around like a rebel hill or you know like a locust lane or an attic yeah how'd you guys like fall upon the property i mean what what i guess like how did rebel hill really officially start so um i mean kind of a long story but i guess we have time there um <laughs> so i i've got you time. know i was i was <laughs> i was home brewing for a good 10 years and probably uh you know after five or six of that i was you know, constantly bringing it up to my wife that I want to do this. Like, you know, I want to, I want to open our own place. Like it wasn't like my mom was like, wow, your beer's really good. You should open up a brewery. Or like my friends were like, oh, your beer's really good. You should open up a brewery. Like I, I always was like, felt like I needed to have everything in place in order to feel like, um, you know, it was work. I want, like, I want people to come to Rebel Hill, like it's a destination, like, people go to, you know, any, any, any of the other great places, um, or at least places that I really enjoy. Um, but so, yeah, so, um, I, I was looking a good, like two years, uh, before we had opened to find a spot and it was like, there was lots of places that, that, that were cool and I liked, but then there wasn't, it wasn't like, um, known for manufacturing or, or, well, really, I really wanted to have was a tap room, like a brew pub at the time. Not so much anymore. <laughs> you know, Foreshadowing. Um, but, but, uh, so I didn't want to, you know, I didn't have a lot of money and I didn't want to have to get a variance and was worried that like we wouldn't, um, you know, be, be, um, accepted for changing the zoning to whatever. So I was always trying to find a place that already had all that. Um, Fast forward, uh, I, w- I would always go on Craigslist, look at first class, and it was just an ad, and it said Brewpub won it, and I was like, okay, I'll go, I'll check it out. It looked too nice, like you said. <laughs> There's no way I could afford it, um, but we worked it out because they really wanted, you know, um, a brewery or a Brewpub in in um, in, in this. Uh, retail space that they that they were building in front of these apartments hmm. um and it worked out so um is it the best i i i mean looking back on it and stuff like that it's a terrible spot for a brewery because like we don't have a loading dock and you know uh it, it's not it's not the it, we don't have a ton of room in the back for the brewery, but we make it work so we do whatever we can yeah i guess, um, I guess logistically from your point it's not that great but for me, it's like, I mean, pre pandemic, it's like, I can go and get a couple pints and I can walk across the street and get some water ice. Oh yeah. 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 You can go to Rita's yeah. and get some water <laughs> ice. <Yeah. laughs> but, um, 
yeah, even before like the apartments were all like set up back there too. I remember it being like, wow, there's just this strip mall in the middle of nowhere. Like that's all that's there. And when I went to go pick up the beers recently, I, you know, it was usually I went at night. It was a little bit more around the daytime and I couldn't believe how many apartments were back there now. Like you guys have like a community back there behind you of like yep. co- probably a good constant foot traffic from that. <laughs> yeah. 20 20- actually uh, rent one out and use it as like a Airbnb for people to go to, to the brewery. There you go. Um, but I'll never do that. <laughs> oh, so that's can awesome. Sleep, they can sleep next to the ferment. <laughs> Rebel Hill Estates. <laughs> 25-year-old Dan and Tom would have paid an absorbent amount of money oh, to yeah. <laughs> be able to live in an apartment where you could walk down to a brew pub. I mean, uh, there's some room above our cooler in, in, in the walk-in. Uh, set up like a cot. Don't yeah. tempt us with a good time. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it, it was it, it's it was really interesting that you brought it up like the they put an ad out for like Brew Pub Wanted. Yeah, like, it always seems like it was just weird. it's like someone you're trying to go and find a space of your own, and they're like, "Hey, come on, are you?" <laughs> Are you, you, you brew beer? Cool. Come on. Get in here. <laughs> and it's yep. Craigslist too. So it's like even super shady. Yeah. Just like, come meet us in this Walmart parking lot. We'll talk about this brew pub. Yeah. Meet up with some <laughs> Armenian guy. And he's like, you brew beer. Get in. Right. Yeah. I didn't really. So, I mean, uh, to be honest, I didn't even think that, that we, you know, they would accept, you know, what I was willing to offer, but we came to a, a deal and the rest is history, I guess. Slid, um, and slid then a crisp 20 across the table. Much, and then, and then two years later I opened it up, uh, cause I think it, you know, the, there was lots of, uh, permitting that got held up. I was pretty much doing everything as far as building the inside myself. That's why the outside's so nice and the inside's so shitty. <laughs> <laughs> so like it, on the outside, it looks great. It looks like you're at a mall and then you come inside and it's like a shitty dive bar. <laughs> It is a nice little corner spot right there. Yeah. It's like a primo spot in the, uh, in the strip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of real estate for that rebel Hill sign out there. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my sign is bigger than my tap room. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> did you guys, did you guys lose a tent recently? Oh yeah. R. Yeah. R. Yeah. A little moment of R. silence R. right there. Yeah. That thing got crushed. Um, so yeah, during the storm, I mean, it probably took on, I mean, when we took it down, that thing was probably 500 to 600 pounds of snow on top of it. It was oh, crazy. I snow and like, like, it was not like we couldn't get here to knock, knock the snow off of it. And, um, it, it is what it is. Like we, it, we put it off knowing that. If, if this thing went down at some point in time, if it, it dies, it, it dies. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it took, it, like just putting it up. We're like, this thing's going to be a, such a pain in the ass to take down. If there's like a big storm coming or you know, just like whatever. If, nature nature it did it for you. Kind of time, it made it through like two 40 mile an hour wind storms. I was going to actually, I never write reviews. Uh, Cause I got it off Amazon. I was going to write one and be like, yo, this, it, this is the tent that you want it will <laughs> withstand you know wind storms and everything like that and then it just got crushed so i can't now now it's a, a, a minus star <laughs> if you're looking for a 500 pounds of snow yeah. 
<laughs> if you're looking for a tent that can handle 350 pounds of snow, look no further, but don't go beyond right. 500. <laughs> yeah. But we were closed and nobody was in there. Uh, not that we would have even let that happen, but uh, just nobody got killed. But that whole thing got collapsed. Just every post broke. I had the sad music in my head when I saw it, like on Instagram. Oh, and yeah, I was story. Just, like, I just wanted to like throw just like a. Oh, wait, you have a nice sad song for it. Here we go. There it is. That's what I was thinking of when I saw it. I was like, oh, man. R.I.P. Tenty McTentface. Yep. We You're hardly knew ye. Five stars on Amazon in heaven. <laughs> Three, four months old. That's all it was, I think. Oh, man. <laughs> I remember, too, because I, I was like. Did you get the extended warning? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I remember I was like, I, I wonder if this thing is, there's no way that this thing is up. And then I saw, cause there's like a Facebook group for these apartments, uh, back here. And someone had like a drone and took a, a shot of like above of everything. And I saw it and it had snow <laughs> on it, but it was still up. But then, and I was like, Oh cool. It, it, it lived. And then, um, I look at the, the post, it was like a day ago. So it was like the day before, it was just like before all of the bad snow came. And then, um, yeah, then I think, uh, and then my, and then my one brewer, Doug, uh, texted me, he's like, yeah, the tent's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been great if the drone caught like the collapse and everything yeah. it looks like a, like avalanche footage from like a nature show or something that's one going of, across one of those uh what, what's it called like uh see this or whatever that you know like yeah. that clip with the tent coming down <laughs> slow motion just that like clickbait video on yeah exactly <laughs> uh have you visited yeah, rebel hill that, that thing had to go down all at one time it was probably just like it was, I, I would have loved to see it, actually. I'm a little mad that I didn't get to see it. Um, let's talk about this beer, Dan. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, when did we first get it? So you were talking about your lawnmower beer picture. We got this like early in the summer, I think. Yeah, uh, I can bring it up here. Actually, when, we when, when did I check this in? April 12th. Yeah, actually, we got it in the spring. Yeah, because yeah. I remember we had our, our first uh, inaugural rebel hill episode we did the uh we did the sour i believe yeah the boys boys tell the boys and barry tell the boys and barry i'll see them soon yeah something like that yeah the, the, the crowler's up you can't see it in the video but yeah i kept the crowler and we'll get into it later because i love the design yeah the design's awesome and we'll talk about uh how we're complete label shoppers later yeah. but yeah i think we had our one of our very first craft beer episodes we had like a non-craft beer drinker on and we did the uh we did the boysenberry sour. Bo Who did we have the boysenberry with? Yeah, with Justin, Monshine. Oh yeah, we did have it with Monshine. Yeah, yeah, we were doing the, we we're talking a little more skateboarding and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but that was yeah, that was a great one. Um, yeah, yeah th that was the first uh, curbside pickup I did during the pandemic. Like before I even got beer anywhere from like curbside, that was the first place I went. Yeah, I think that was our first pandemic podcast. Yeah, yeah, you guys went like hard in the pandemic marketing too like i mean uh, yeah <laughs> well we totally pivot like i think um two days i you know before they completely shut us down um i was like all right i gotta build this website real quick and you know we're gonna start delivering beers and um 
you know, obviously putting everything that we could at the time we, we, we do have, we were putting beers in four packs, but nothing like we do now. Like we, we have eight beers on draft, every single one of those beers you can get in a four pack right now. When we were first starting out, you know, it was pretty much like crowlers. Uh, we were doing more crowlers than four packs. Um, yep. And then that just got to be such a pain in the ass. Like, um, it, it, it was like, I was just like, all right, we're not, we're not headed to crawlers anymore. We're just putting everything that we can in four packs. Um, so yeah. And then push the curbside pickup. It's weird. I swear. I feel like I have, uh, and I have like PTSD from, from that thing. Cause when we were allowed to open again and, um, they had all these rules, like you can't, you can only sit outside, but you gotta do this and blah, blah, blah. And then like, some of the people that, you know, used to um, come in all the time, they see each other and they were like too close to each other. Like, what the, I'm like, get away from each other. Don't touch anyone. Six feet. Me down. <laughs> he's got the six feet pool noodle out and he's like six feet. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's crazy. You kind of, but in a way it was like, um, it was like a weird blessing because uh, it made me, it, it made us like rethink, um, you know, like how we want to really go about, uh, doing things here and putting them in four packs. I feel really got our beer out to more people than it ever has before, uh, which, which is cool. So, and, and now I'm like, God damn it. Why didn't I just get that warehouse? <laughs> manufacturing? <laughs> Was scratch but the no, surface still, one of the first? I still love like the people coming and um and 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 then just like you know seeing and hearing what they have to say um you know right then and there you know instead of just seeing it on tap on tap even though I don't even look because I probably get crazy but probably after I saw that one thing about the citrusy thing I was just like okay I'm not gonna ever look at Untap again <laughs> yeah that's a uh... just tempted like your fingers shaking as it's going towards the app and like no can't can't do it can't do it no it's a good rule of thumb just don't look it's just it's not yeah. worth it <laughs> was uh scratch the surface one of the first four packs that you guys did early on um so the first four pack that we did was uh I believe it was bleed green. It, it was either, it was, yeah, it was bleed green and I think cosmic passage peach was the first oh, okay. two that, that we, that we packaged scratch was probably the third. Uh, the third. Um, I mean, green bleed green and, 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 um, scratch surface are kind of like our, if we, if we have beers that we're always going to have, those will be the two. Like I never uh, originally wanted to have like core beers or anything like that, but uh, I think it just kind of organically happened to where people always gravitated to those things. And, and demand I didn't for it. Really yeah. mind, and I didn't really didn't mind it um, so much. Like, um, you know, cause I, I love, like I said, I, I love drinking scratch and, and bleed green as well. Um, so it kind of was like a thing where we always had to because people were always uh, requesting those. Um, but yeah, uh, Scratch was probably like the third. And and like I was saying, we got those 15s now. So if if, if you see, oh, why, you know, we, we used to always be like, okay, we'd have Lee Green on. And then if he's gone for a couple of weeks, yeah. same with, with Scratch. 
the reason that we always have lead green and we always have scratches is because we have the bigger fermenters now. We just um, brew those beers in that. That's awesome. I mean, and they're two like two favorites in the area. I I haven't like everybody who's had bleed green, everybody who's had scratch the surface that I know of has said nothing but good things about those two beers. Like if you know, it's you know, you always want to go out and make as many different types of beers you own, know, but those core beers right there are those people that keep coming in because they're like, Oh, I want to scratch the surface. Um, you know, football season rolls around, bleed green's probably flying off the shelf for you guys. Yeah, I mean that was the other thing. Like I never intended it to be like an Eagle beer, but, um, it just kind of became that because when I was actually opening this, the, the brewery, um, that was the year that the Eagles went to, uh, the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, excuse so, me. Won the Super Bowl. Didn't just go to the yeah, one and one and <laughs> beat, they, beat they Tom Brady and they won. <laughs> yeah. 41, 33. And, and so, yeah, like, I mean, it is, I guess, an Eagles beer, but it's like not an Eagles beer at the same time. It's, you know, the beer is bleed green because it's hopped so much with the mosaic, but it also... <laughs> Greg, Greg, stop, stop all your head. It's an Eagles beer. <laughs> it's an Eagles beer. It'll sell heavy I'm every Saturday. I know, it's just going to sell. Eagles beer <laughs> if the Eagles are winning, okay? Because yeah. then if the Eagles aren't winning, nobody wants it. Expect your cease and desist letter in the mail soon. <laughs> exactly. The NFL, now that now the NFL, his triple IPA is going to come out. It's going to be called cry, "Crying Green." Yeah. <laughs> like Bud Light is the only thing that can. <laughs> uh, um, of course, I just switched over from the soundboard. Budweiser. There you go. There it is. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's let's break this beer down real quick. Definitely. Um, we did, I, I feel like we cracked it and we didn't really talk much about it. I just wanted to drink it. Um, so a style that I've been really falling more and more in love with is the, the American pale ale. Um, you know, uh, unfortunately I feel like a lot of people are just going to crack this open and be like, hazy pale ale. It's like, all right. Well, I mean, there's a lot of different variations of hazy pale ale. It's not just, that's why there's not a section in like the BJCP style guideline of just hazy IPA. Cause a lot of fucking hazy IPA or hazy pale ales anymore. Yeah. Um, it's a hazy American style pale ale. It's not more, it's skews away from the bitter, more of like the, the juicier, um, but still a little lighter than a new England. Yeah. Um, and under the, the BJC, uh, BJCP style guidelines, uh, the overall impression of an American pale ale is a pale, refreshing and hoppy ale yet sufficient with supporting malt to make the beer balanced and drinkable clean hop presence can reflect classic or modern American or new world hop varieties uh, with a wide range of characteristics An average strength hop forward pale ale craft beer uh, generally generally balanced to be more accessible than modern American IPAs definitely hits the nail on the head um, yeah. I think you do get that with uh your Pilsner and wheat with this too, making it an easy drinker. Mm -hmm. I think the Pilsner yeah. really adds to that. Yeah. And this is, yeah. this is definitely a, a sessionable pale ale. Um, it's really nice. Uh, it's not going to weigh on you like some pale ales would with like, uh, you know, maybe like a little oh, yeah. lactose or milk sugar. Uh, 90 or, degrees on the beach. I had this beer and I was thoroughly enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. It's got a, it's got a great mouthfeel. Um, it's got, 
you know, just enough of that carbonation bite to it. Um, but not like overpowering. It still has a little bit of that nice silky smooth mouthfeel. I think the wheat really kind of adds to that too. Uh, with the, the whole just malt backbone with it and everything, the Pilsner, and then adding the wheat to give it that pillowiness, a little bit of softness to it. I mean, come on, citrus and mosaic, citrus and mosaic, name a more iconic duo. Yeah. You know, it, it just, they just go yeah. well together. It's like the Brangelina of hops right there. <laughs> Brangelina divorced, didn't they? Oh, shit. Never mind. Yeah. I'll come up with a better one later on this episode. It's like uh, yeah, I can't really say it any better than you guys just did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna for now on. You guys can just do all of my uh, tasting notes and there we go. And, and reviews and send them back to me, and I'll I'll put the menu up. <laughs> we'll do all your marketing plugs in there. It's like we um you put on the menu that this tastes like Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Oh, sorry, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> um, this tastes like pre Ashton Demi and Bruce. Oh. Yeah, there we go. I don't know, man. That's a that's rough seas right there. Save, <laughs> save that for the bleed green triple IPA. Okay. <laughs> um, Three's a crowd. No, I mean this is this is great. It's a it's a nice citrus, refreshing. Um, a little bit you get like a little bit of that. It's more floral than bitter. I would say more citrus too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like citrus and floral. It's nice. It's um, but definitely again more citrus leaning. Yeah. Um, super refreshing. Just, I'll, I could just slug these back all day. Oh yeah. You know, it, it, and I love, I, I, especially, you know, looking at both of these beers that we're drinking low ABV. Yeah. We're having probably like a, all, all day for me. Yeah. We're probably having a post episode beer. After yeah, this. Probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're, we're going to start, if we don't, we're going to get like headaches. We're going to start going through a withdrawal. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we drank enough on the episode, Tom. <laughs> I'm still sweating. Um, but yeah, they, this this nails the the American pale ale style for me. Uh, yeah, I would agree 100. percent Um, I I'd, I'd say like the the biggest takeaway from it for me, like I I mentioned before, is the pilsner malt and the wheat. Mm-hmm. Um, just add into just how smooth this beer is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, great overall. Uh, it made me write a description on uh, Untapped, like I mentioned before, which I never do. Um, so yeah, they take take that for what it is. Yep. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll move on to our, our second beer here in a second. Uh, I wanted to talk about your design background. You have a graphic design background. Yeah. Uh, in another life, I was a graphic designer for probably about 12, 13 years. Okay. And, uh, so, so a lot of the stuff that, you know, I, I do here that you might see like on the walls or the logos or something like that. Um, I, I would create, um, I think art plays a big part in the beers that we make, um, you know, from the label work. I, I shouldn't say that I do all of it. Uh, I have a, a, a couple guys that are really great at what they do. Um, Matt Whalen, he does a lot. Like he's done, um, the mud and cosmic passage and a bunch of beers like that. Um, then, uh, Danielle well did scratch the surface. Um, I don't know if you guys had the four Norsemen. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. yeah he's the dude that's out. got the, like the death metal looking, uh, artwork. Yeah. Yeah. So Mac is more, um, like graphic, like design. And then Dan is more like, uh, the 
yeah, metal and <laughs> illustration. I know. I was like, I can't wait to start my metal side project and get him. <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah, he does great work. You should get in touch with, uh, follow him on his Instagram. Uh, but yeah, I feel, and I, but I feel like, um, depending on the, the beer that we make, um, they're like, you know, their style, it depends on who I'll use because I feel like it fits better with that beer, if that makes sense. I don't know. Oh, yeah, no, um, completely. So, um, but, but yeah, so like, but like, I, I'm, I'm definitely like, uh, it, it, it might, it might, it, it might be a good thing and a bad thing. I don't know because I'm always like focused on like the design aspect of things. Um, but, I kind of hate what I do and love seeing what <laughs> other people do, you know? Uh, that makes so, sense. Yeah. So, but art plays like a big, a big role, like, um, in, in everything that we do here. I think that's big with craft beer too. Yeah. Um, and reason probably why, you know, Tom wanted to bring it up and he put it in the notes here is because like, you know, people label shop all the time for beers. Like it's a big thing to see. Like, I know a lot of people are just like, you know, you're going to have those hardcore people. It's like, Oh, it's always about the beer. Of course it's always about the beer. It's craft beer. But when you see a label, that's like, okay, that's pretty rad. I have to, I have to try the beer, but I really just wanted to check out the label too. <laughs> oh yeah. And I mean, especially for me, like my, my dad's a graphic designer. Um, I went to art school, so I did like graphic design classes and, you know, I've always been into that kind of stuff. And, like typography. I'm like a big typography nerd. So like, I'm always looking at like nice. fonts that yeah. people use and like how they use them and, uh, like the variety that they use. Like I, I judge that pretty hard. And, uh, I'm, I'm always like, uh, I, th I think that goes into a lot of my, my label shopping is when I see like a, a label that blows me away. Definitely. I'm like, well, I gotta get this beer, even if it's shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the label just, rules. Well, it's like curiosity too, yeah. because like you don't, you're going into it not knowing what the beer is going to be like. Yeah. And that label kind of pushes it to the, like, all right, I want to try mm -hmm. this kind of like aspect to it. You hear the description and it's like, okay, this beer is right up my alley. And like when I was talking with uh, 10, seven, they had that triple IPA and I was like, Oh, that sounds a little boozy for me, but it does have a Xenomorph on it. And <laughs> I do like aliens. So I'm going to grab this one. I mean, it, well, and going back to going back to rebel Hill, I've only ever saved one can in, in my office yeah. and it's, it, it, it's the, the rebel Hill crowler. Yeah. The beer Illuminati. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, that's yeah. just, it's the all thing hot buy. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, every part of that like speaks to me. I love that. that I've got one in my kitchen too. <laughs> I, I love the design style. It's a minimalistic style, heavy lines. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. there, there's really no color, but you use, you blend in that, that foil in there. And it, it's just, it, and it speaks to, you know, the conspiracy theory nerd in me. Yeah, I know. I, I, we were like heavy into the conspiracy theories, like before we like yeah. steered in the craft beer and, I remember getting those crowlers and being like, Oh, Tom is definitely gonna be a hundred percent into craft beer podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, that's the only one I, I just, I love the, 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 how all of that was blended together. It's just, it's so simplistic, but it just, it, I don't know. It just nails the design. Perfectly. I know. I still have to go pick up a glass with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, I saw the, the, the stemless, uh, the stemless yeah. glass. And I was like, Oh man, it's got gold foil on it. I know. God damn it. Now I need to get it. 
you have to get it before we sell because it'll take another two years for me to get more glassware. People yeah. like complaints. I'm the worst when it comes and to I'll that. I'll see too. you like, tomorrow. <laughs> I slid into like Rebel Hills DMs back. Like when they, every time they advertised the beer, I was like, when are you guys getting glassware? Soon. I was like, cool. Soon. <laughs> I just usually say uh, two weeks. That's what I say for <laughs> two everything. Weeks. And then, yeah, and a, a, two along, weeks. Along with being label shoppers, we are, as you see here, glass glassware nerds as well. <laughs> we, take, we take our glassware yeah we take our glassware seriously yeah. uh and speaking of glassware we should uh get some glassware with some liquid poured into it oh i already have the glassware ready awesome and we actually have the beers already sitting here All too right. so we're gonna be uh getting into another oof, rebel hill beer here and uh dan's gonna tell you uh about it and if you want to learn more about it you can follow us on untapped it's at Best Best Friends Pod, at Best Best Friends P-O-D. Nothing like Christian new metal to make me feel all hype inside on a yeah. Monday night. Would you say it makes you feel... I, I feel so alive. So alive. For the very first time. For the very first time. Yeah. All right, Dan, so tell us what, uh, what we're going to be <laughs> drinking here. All right. So this one is, uh, this one's going to be interesting because this is one I've seen on your menu a lot and you guys put in four packs. So we had to get it. It's uh, our, it's the first time we're having this style too. Uh, yeah. It's the first time we're having this style on the, uh, on the podcast too. This is Mutt by Rebel Hill Brewing Company. Uh, this is an extra special bitter, uh, coming in at a hot 4.5% dry hopped with Mandarina, Bavaria, and EKG. Classic English malt gives way to a roasty malt backbone, reminiscent of long walks by the Thames and pints at the pub when Arsenal used to win. 3.5 to <laughs> an untapped. Not getting the love there. Well, it's an ESP. I mean, if you have, if there's anyone listening or watching, they've officially just uh, turned it off. <laughs> it's so not, it's not hazy enough. They're getting a pale out, <laughs> and now you have an ESP. This is the most boring ass beers you could possibly <laughs> for it, but. This is what we like to drink. And <laughs> right. um, hey, guys, I tried to have them bring on concert passage, but uh, they were like, I what? see your milkshake IPA and I raise you an English bitter. <laughs> hey, I, and I was super happy that you wanted to do this one instead because uh, I, I, this is another beer that I, I thought I it was a brewer's like uh, test too. Oh, I thought yeah. it was a brewer's test when I got that email. I'm like, I'm going to pass this test. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, yeah. let's crack these things, get them poured and, and talk a little more about this. All right. One, Two, three. It's on three. It's on three. I prematured. uh, Prematurely cracked. It's never. It's (laughs) never happened to you before, has it? (laughs) Never. (laughs) We got Andy Man coming in here. Obviously, a beer label shopper. Yeah, you got to be. I mean, beer labels are play such a big part in. That's why you don't see any any labels that just are black and white and say, you know. ESB, the end. All right. This was a Super Bowl beer for me. Boys. Slancha. Cheers, man. Cheers. I'm glad you guys have like the facial hair to get a nice beer mustache. And my, it just, <laughs> mine just rolls right off. <laughs> um, all right. I so forget about it. And then I go back to it. And you tasting those up my beer later on. It's a a flavor saver. It's the multi-flavor saver right there. Mm -hmm. Mm. Man, I I really wish this was a style that would take off more. 
this is right up my alley. It's nice and crisp, a little bit of malt to it. Um, I will say this. I'm really excited that we poured it because as it starts getting closer to room temperature, this beer really kind of takes off. It's a really like, it's interesting how it changes when it gets like closer to like a cellar temp. So yeah, um, we, we pour this beer on a uh, hand pump as well. And it totally like, I, it's great in, 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 the, in um, having it in cans, but the hand pump is just brilliant. So good that way. You know, Greg, you, 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 you had, you, you, you piqued my interest at, uh, you know, new glassware, but you, you got my attention at hand pump DSB. So yeah, I'll be, I'll I'll be walking in there pretty soon. Are we allowed to walk in and and have a pint? Is that a thing? Yeah. I mean, um, we are open. We have limited seating inside. Like we're not that big. We want to keep everybody spaced out as much as we can. Um, But yeah, you're more than welcome. And then we still have outside. You can still sit on uh, picnic tables outside. I mean, it might be a little cold. Now. Greg, it's, it, it was it was thirty degrees today. Days straight. <laughs> I think it's going to snow for ten days straight um, coming up. But you know, I, I'll go out there and sit on the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So for folks who aren't familiar with uh, extra special bitters, we keep calling them ESB. Is an extra special bitter um, under the BJCP style guideline? It's under a strong bitter. Uh, and the overall impression is an average strength to moderately strong British bitter ale. Uh, the ba- balance may be fairly even between malt and hops to somewhat bitter. Uh, drinkability is a critical component of the style, a rather broad style that allows for considerable interpretation by the brewer. So, I mean, I think that that's a great way of putting it is like everybody can put their own little note on the it's a broad spectrum for the uh for this type of beer whereas like you know you you add a little bit more of the hops to it i think in my opinion what the hops kind of do to the uh esb is take it from like a multi almost kind of giving it almost more of a bready kind of taste so this one like it gives it like kind of a really nice like bready kind of aftertaste for it um when i was drinking it and that was one thing a little bit um nut like a little bit nutty mm-hmm. um and yeah it's, i get like uh like medium toast kind of vibe going on the mandarina bavaria hops give it this nice like floral bouquet at the end that you normally so so the reason why i called this mutt originally is because so it's brewed with uh, all british malt um, and, but we use German hops and we kind of hop it in American style way, I guess oh, you'd say not, not that there's like a American style way and a German style way or a British style way, but I guess there is in America. I feel like, cause we dry, we, we, I, I tend to dry hop or over dry hop things mm-hmm. here. Um, dry hop and listen so, to 38 special. So it's like a mutt. It's like all these different, you know, countries wrapped up into one. And then mutton chops and all that. <laughs> so that that's the background of mutton. Um, but like at the end of the day, we wanted something. Also, I mean, that's why we say in beer we crush. We want everything, no matter what it is, to always be super crushable, super drinkable, 
super approachable, like whether it be a 9% double IPA or uh, 4.5% ESB. And the crazy thing is we're coming out with an ordinary bitter next week, and that one's only that one's pushing the alcohol to 4, I think. Came in right around 4. How dare so, you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's so boring. I don't want to like go quickly too quickly past it, but the slogan in beer we crush is awesome. Yeah. Uh, especially with like the, oh, yeah. uh, the beer Illuminati symbol and everything. It's like the back of like a dollar mm-hmm. bill and everything. It just, yeah. it's very cool. Um, it was one of my favorite slogans from any like brewery that I've ever come across. <clears throat> I think we use that as a hashtag in all, like all of our posts, don't we? I think it, it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. You should. That's what I use. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> I love that there's almost like no head retention on this because um, that's what I think of with like a, a British ale is like just that no, you know, it's just that f- like that flat style almost, you know. It's yeah. Like, um, just flat. Yeah. Well, like the like, carbonation, we kind of try to keep carbonation level oh, yeah. a little bit more yeah, to kind of keep it. Flat is th- almost like a thinner like head to it. Um, not flat as far as like carbonation goes, cause there is a good amount of carbonation in oh, it, yeah. um, it, it, but you still should be able to get some good lacing. Um, oh yeah. Left there, on the stuff, so. There's some, some good mm-hmm. lacing for you right there. Um, yeah. I think it's important for people to know if you, if you look at a beer like this and you're like, Oh, there's no head retention. Well, there's not really supposed to be. It's not hazy enough for yeah. my Instagram profile, Tom. <laughs> you can see through it. Read a book through this. Half a, <laughs> half a star. <laughs> Add some marshmallow and you'll get the, another 0.25. Not enough toast. <laughs> yeah. I can read um, a British novella through this. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, this style, I was, I, I was curious about it because... There is, there's one brewery that does, uh, bitters on like a constant basis and they apparently sell a lot and that's Bond Place up in Bethlehem. Yeah. And that's just. Yeah. Bond Place does it. Um, and, uh, Farston, Maine also, I, I, Farston, Maine makes really great bitters. Yeah, it just seems like as far as like Bond plays, it's like Sam's just like they want a GABF for their bitter. Yeah, and Sam's just like we're yeah. gonna make this, and you're gonna drink it, stupid. And everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> Did I mention the medal at one? There, I was like medal award winning Mui, and I'm like, yes, one we, day you will be, you will be mine. <laughs> <laughs> one day we'll make the trick. One, to one day. Um, yeah. So, but. Rebel Hill is located in Phoenixville where there is a plethora of breweries. The sh- yeah. The streets bleed hops down. Yeah. There. I mean, we just, we just had a brewery from Phoenixville on. I know we're just making a little tour out of this. Yeah. We just had, uh, we just had Rick from, uh, stable 12 on. Stable 12. Yeah. A little, little last minute, Rick, we had to get him yeah. on there. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, we, we asked him, you know, what, what he, how he would describe being a brewery in Phoenixville, you know, how, how you guys work together that, you know, 
um, exactly what was to be expected yeah. being a brewery in Phoenixville. It's just like hearing like the teamwork and yeah. just the community-based relationship you guys all have. It's It was great to hear that. From- yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, if I ever am in need of some kind of grain or hop or, hey, I'm short on cans, do you have it? You know, if it's not uh, Ricky from Stable 12, it's Mike root down um you know everybody you know and and vice versa you know um that's very cool to hear everybody everybody helps each other uh out there's no like animosity towards each other or anything like that um and same with well like uh you guys are talking to uh basil and kevin right from brothers kushner yes um we did collab with them uh, the black is beautiful beer, and um, yeah, same with the, those guys are great. They're right down the road. You know, if you have any, you know, the, the great thing about this uh, beer scene is that everyone is super um, friendly and willing to help somebody else out. Um, it's crazy. You know, yeah, it's it's like you. Um, sh- there, there should be. There's like a perceived. It should be competition. You know, it's like if if somebody's drinking. I brought it up last episode. It's like if somebody's drinking Stable Twelve beer, that's you know one less beer that you guys sold. But it's not. It doesn't right. work out like that. Tom thinks like Phoenixville is like the craft beer West Side story where you got just like snap at each other and just like walk into alleyways. Well, I look at it as like from <laughs> from my my business analysis background. It's like I look at it like fuck this. It's so oversaturated. It, like how can anybody make money? But it's like every craft beer is just such like a different business that it doesn't work like that. It's like everybody. You know, I'm going to go to Root Down to have a beer and then I'm going to walk down to Crowded Castle and I'm going to walk down to Stable 12 and I'm going to get an Uber and go over to to Rebel Hill. You know, it's like, well, pretty soon, if you're walking down that street, you might be able to just make it to Rebel Hill. Or if you're if you're like me and kayak down Frick's Lock, you know, you can. Dude, you haven't kayaked in years. It's like two years since my son was born. Come on. (laughs) Um, You can hop off at a. where the former Fitzwater station was. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. So it's actually, so, so it's where I think it used to be called the canal house. It's the oh, canal, canal house. Yeah. Like Fitzwater is still Fitzwater down, is like further down. It's still oh, further down. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know what that used, yeah. it used to be. It, so it was the canal house was what that used to be. It's been closed for God decades. So like, it's, yeah, <laughs> I had no idea what it used to be previously. It's been oh, so I th- long. I always thought for some reason I thought it was uh, Fitzwater that you guys were taking over. No, they're taking over that building right on the side, other side of the bridge. Oh, so yeah, like you literally are walking like you guys, yeah. you guys joined, you guys joined the, uh, I guess like that bridge street stumble as we, uh, as we've seen it in Phoenixville driving through. <laughs> right. Formerly known as. Yeah. I mean, uh, so hopefully um, we'll have that open uh, mid, mid to late spring. That's um, awesome. That place is going to be rocking, like totally. Um, we're going to have docks for for canoes and, and uh, kayaks to pull right up on and grab beers. Um, My duck boat. <laughs> My little duck paddle boat. Uh, it's got great views of the Schuylkill as well as the canal. 
Um, yeah, I'm super excited for that and see what becomes of it. Um, we partnered with um, the guys from Well Fed, which is like a, a, a spot, brunch spot in breakfast, lunch, brunch uh, in Chiapas. Um And so they're doing the restaurant side and everything like that. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, awesome. I'm stoked on this. Is the brewing facility going to be moving down there? No. So uh, we still will be doing everything uh, out of here um, for now. But uh, that's strictly so. So as brewers, we're uh, allowed to have these uh, satellite licenses. And so that's going to be like our one of our satellites. Oh, okay. Oh, very cool. So we can't physically brew there. Uh, you can't. You can take anything that's already been fermented to to, to this place to maybe and, uh, age in a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> you could, you have, yeah, you could age things. I could take a uh, good age thing like the basement there if we wanted to. Yeah, you could or could not start a whole barreling program there. You know, yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never know. But it was cool to see that announcement, uh, especially since we were, you know, we were making plans to like talk to you and everything. Yeah. And being fans, we, you know, one of the things we talked about, um, you know, as we were kind of organizing this is, you know, we were huge fans of Rebel Hill and we were like, oh man, but it's like there's, you know, they're far out of the Phoenixville like kind of scene right there with like all of those breweries that people can kind of essentially walk to. We just want to know what that was like. And then immediately you yeah. guys are getting that place like right on the river. I said, oh, they got primo real estate now. <laughs> I mean, I think, well, going back to like this location, I think um, it's like, it's funny because, you know, you know, if you look at certain places, you know, you go to certain like treehouse in the middle of nowhere. Look at Hidden River. They're like in the middle of nowhere, but people will still go to them. Yeah. But there's also really like not a lot of breweries around, like around them. So where we are, it kind of sucks because it's like we're part of Phoenixville, but we're, 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 we get lumped in with Phoenixville and we are considered Phoenixville, but we're so on like not the main strip right. that. You know, that's that I think that that's one thing like where people like leave us out because you kind of have to like drive to us, even though most people are driving into Phoenix. Let's be honest. And and we have parking. Phoenix doesn't have parking. Yeah, exactly. You guys have a lot of parking and you're on our way home. So that was one thing we. Oh, yeah. As people who go into Phoenixville, we go in that way and we come out that way. So, you know, that's one of the reasons how we discovered you guys was that. You know, having that traffic out, like, especially, you know, you go, you take the family to like dinner or something in Phoenixville on the way out and be like, let's pick up some to go beer. And, you know, you guys have like that prime location to just pull in, grab some beer to go and, you know, roll home. We did that on the way home from another, a podcast recording. Yeah. We did a live podcast at uh, Odd Logic, I think in Bristol, wasn't it? Yeah. And then on our way home, we were like, yeah, let's go pick up some beer at uh, Rebel Hill. (laughs) It was a Norse. Yeah. But yeah, we got the North Star for the episode because yeah. we did the North Star and Cosmic Passage Mango for that yeah. episode. Yes, okay. we did. Yeah, we did the right co- Cosmic Passage Mango. And okay, so that's actually two episodes we've had Rebel Hill on. I only said one in our promotion. Oh, did we? Oh, <laughs> I know we did at least two. I just, it's so much. I forgot. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be down there. So now yeah. there's two areas I know. We're that, gonna... that people can go. But we'll both, so... And, and here's the thing. So like you guys, if you didn't visit us, uh, you know, 
first pre-COVID, uh, it was, we, you know, like I said, I always wanted to have like a group of, I always liked that model. Um, and we did have a kitchen um, for a good amount of time. And then once we got shut down and we, we felt that um, having, you know, closing the kitchen um, was necessary because, you know, we were just strictly doing four packs and to go. Um, and then, and you were, yeah, I don't think, I don't know if we, so like uh, we may never reopen um, the kitchen. Well, at this point we can't cause we, we pretty much got rid of most of the kitchen and replaced it with fermenters, but, um, <laughs> but it, you know, cause space is limited, but, um, so, so if you want your food fix, you can go down to now to, um, lot 29, which is the Rebel Hill satellite and get your food fix there. Um, and then this, this, this spot here will be mostly like just the tap room to go. We will have food in some capacity. Um, not exactly sure what it's going to look like, but, uh, in some way we will again. Um, but not what it was before. Dan, I think we're going to have to, we're going to have to like, uh, we're going to have to organize like a podcast pub crawl. Like all our guests. (laughs) Yeah. Organize like a driver again. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean like we need to organize like a, a podcast sponsored pub crawl. Of just through Phoenixville. Just through Phoenixville. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, plenty of places to stop. I mean, well, we've, we've got, We've only done like two weeks worth of podcasts from Phoenixville. And we've got a couple more that we can still do. We, yeah, we need to get Mike from Root Down on. We can just do a whole like Phoenixville tour. I can sell T-shirts in the parking lot. Yeah, I, I can spell our I can spell our podcast name wrong on the T-shirt, just yeah. like in true like parking lot T-shirt fashion. <laughs> Ted, I think I have someone that would be able to drive you around, so <laughs> I can talk to you afterwards about it. Um, I think you actually had him on your show, Jason. Yeah, Jason. Jason Hinkle. Oh, yeah. 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 Our ideal brewer. (laughs) He would love to drive you around. Yeah. And his uh, his tap truck. Yeah, man. (laughs) Still one of my favorite glasses to drink beer with is his uh, 16 ounce uh, can glass. The hops on it. That thing is badass. But yeah, actually, um, that was one of the coolest things during the pandemic was him doing your uh, beer delivery. That's uh, like getting all of my exposure to like Rebel Hill was like a ton of fun. Like just having that stuff get dropped off while I was working. <laughs> right on. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, we like going forward, we would love to eventually start shipping and getting it into people's hands that, you know, live further out that, that you know, don't come into this area. Um, that's something for the future um, as well as, a larger facility for where we grew, but there yeah. may be things in in the future that we speak of, of that. Maybe like a, you know, like a bleed yellow that you guys can get out to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Compare it well, with like hitchhiker well, or dancing. Te- no, well, technically they're technically they're bleeding green in terms of money out there hey. for that team. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I think we've been asked to make a bleed bleed blue bleed yellow all those <laughs> we'll just keep it green i think 
probably for the best. And <laughs> just don't think of it as a football beer for Christ's sake. It ain't easy being green. Yeah, just think of it like a Kermit the Frog beer. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't easy being green. Yeah. Uh, so one thing I uh, put on the notes here because um, I always like to hear about this because a lot of the breweries that we've been talking to have been doing this and it seems to be big during uh, the kind of this current, I guess, pandemic situation, but just being craft beer in general is, um, like collabs and things that other, you know, like you said, breweries are always working together. Uh, I saw you guys yeah. had done some collabs with some, uh, you know, yeah. breweries in the area. Uh, you guys did your, um, you guys did your sours with imprint, um, mm-hmm. and did that. Uh, do you guys have any like upcoming ones that you can talk about or anything that's like in the works for you right now? Uh, like I said, we're doing another, we're, we're doing another collab with, uh, brothers Kushner, probably, uh, end of this month, I, I believe we're going to do this one here and, uh, it's going to be a hoppy lager. Um, oh. we're doing so many like hype, cool beers, <laughs> hoppy lagers, <laughs> Uh, ESBs, pale ales. Um, no, but so we're going to do like a hoppy lager. Um, come on, man. Lager, lagers are the new hazy IPAs. (laughs) Yeah. A boy can dream. A boy can dream. (laughs) I don't know if you've had our, our dry hop Pilsner, um, but it's a pivotal pill. Did you try that? That I haven't tried that, but now I'm, I'm very, it it looked great. And it was one thing where I was like, Oh man, it was like that. Always the last one on my like order where I was like, do I do it? Do I not? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm mad at myself <laughs> for not know. doing it. I didn't see. I did that with the brothers Kirshner black is beautiful. This past one. I had to get the podcast beer and that broke my budget. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so yeah, I mean, so we're going to do that with them. Uh, I mean, I talk, I talk with Mike from Root down all the time. We we're, we're always talking about doing something weird and um you just have to find a, a date for that um but yeah i mean we're down uh we're down to collab is there anybody like, really is there uh anybody you say <laughs> <laughs> um do you, you ever like think about doing like I, I don't know the logistics of it because i'm not i don't brew beer and i have no idea what goes into that um might he, be learning he's soon. just an idea man yeah i might be learning <laughs> soon but like all like, or a group of the, like the Phoenixville guys got together and did like a Phoenixville pride or something. I know you could probably get the breweries and PA guys on that. They could probably, uh, they can orchestrate that. So I think they, they actually did do that and they didn't, they didn't invite us. How dare they? What? <laughs> what? I know. You know what? He, he's in the, he's in the, on. he's in the Twitch chat too, or he was in the Twitch chat. I don't know if he's still in there, but, um, tisk tisk. <laughs> Uh, breweries and PA. How yeah. dare you? Wow. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying like, uh, like all the Phoenixville breweries got together and did. Oh, one. This, okay. I, this was like early on, I, uh, I believe. But, uh, but I mean, we, we, we did clubs with Stable Club. We did clubs with Root Down. Um, so, and then I guess you could say we did a collab with uh, Bluebird, um, without their knowledge. Um, <laughs> put, with their barrels. Our are too comfortable to know, um, like in like quarter, it was our like ma- marshmallow maple syrup. You lost me at marshmallow. 
Jeffrey, the, uh, <laughs> the way he said marshmallow too, was like, he was half shaking his head. Like I'm going to say it. Marshmallow. <laughs> marshmallow. It was, it was delicious. But, Part of um, his soul left his body there. Marshmallow. <laughs> but then, but then we put it in some, uh, a blue, a bluebird, uh, or green bourbon barrel. Very and that nice. came out really nice. Um, so yeah, I mean that might excuse the toast and the marshmallow. <laughs> yeah, the mallow. There's no. lots of mallow in it. <laughs> you know what? You had me at bourbon though. I, I would I still would have given it a try. <laughs> yeah, if you ask the untapped world, there's never enough jet fluff in <laughs> in beer. <laughs> Everybody, we did a, a really small batch of Gleed Green with uh with mark and we put marshmallow in. i do i do remember such a beer i do yeah seen that and i recused myself from it <laughs> <laughs> i'll just i'll just step out you lost out sir <laughs> <laughs> i i, I it, it's funny like like those types like like i love cosmic passage but i couldn't drink more than just one of them in a sitting like it's just not you know it's it's a lovely beer and i love i i, I do love it but it's like I don't know the people who can sit there and drink the whole entire four. We couldn't do it either. Um, like a single one of those is like enjoyable. Like it's, it's I mean, a nice we, experience. We, we had the mango on the on yeah. the podcast. It's just like I've talked about it before. Uh, it's just I don't I don't enjoy those beers. It's just I've I've tried to. I, I've had enough of them. We've we've drank them on the podcast, and it's just I would rather have a beer. I'm like, I'm a low ABV crushable guy. Like, you know, he likes his bitters. Yeah. Likes his ASBs. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, they're insanely popular and they obviously sell a shit ton. They do. Um, I, I was a fan like mango cosmic passage for me. It was nice, but I like, I couldn't have a second one, like a second they're one. They're so heavy. Yeah. They're so heavy. It's just like, yeah, it's heavy. I mean, like I said, it's a lovely beer. I love it. And, and I don't mind drinking them, you know, but there's some people that can put them away. There's people that can crush <laughs> those. And like, that's the thing. Like, I mean, and, and, and believe me, we try everything that we can to make that be those styles of beers still crushable, <laughs> uh, you know, and there are people that can, it's just, you know, I feel like, um, you know, you could get filled up really quickly. With, oh yeah. With that. Yeah. And you could be, you know, a person without a small toe. Oh man. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I just, I get that dad bloat. Like I just, oh. like I sit back on the couch and I put my hands on my chest and just, <sighs> I, just do I like, I like to go on untapped and I go, you know what? I, the milk sugar was nice, but it would have been better with lactose. <laughs> Uh, you are 0. 0.75. <laughs> He's the well, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that believe that your beer is hazy because it has lactose. Oh, yeah. That, that was, I, I was going to say Tom was one until like recently. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I, I always I knew that the it at the, the I thought always thought that the toast and the, the milk sugar added to the haze but it was more like i thought it added more to the mouthfeel but the yeah. the haze is yeah i mean that's 
you can get that because we had the um we had the milkshake uh ipa i think the uh thicky sticky i think it is from root down and like hmm. you could read a book through that <laughs> with milk sugar <laughs> was that one no it was a uh, digital hoppy digital Oh no, I'm, I'm saying like I had it and like, I sent you the pictures of that. I was like, check this out. It was like, you can read a book through this thing. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, and check it out. Milk sugar. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, that's the, the, I mean, the original use of that was, you know, for milk stouts and I think, uh, it was free Floyd that were the first to put it in a, in an IPA, I think it was like Apocalypse Cow or something like that, <laughs> that's and that beer there. was crystal clear. <laughs> I mean, so it. I like the name. There's though. this huge misnomer that lactose is going to that, is, is that if you if your beer is hazy, it has lactose in it. That's not, not true at all. That has nothing to do with no. what makes your beer hazy. No, we learned that we learned that early on with uh, like non hands talking to us about yeah. like centrifuges and stuff. Um. Yeah. Um, so a question that I like to ask, or we like to ask, uh, all the brewers that we have on, um, what is your favorite style of beer? Like if you had to, if you had a desert Island style of beer. Oh, well, you know, he did mention that. Well, not, not, I wrote that down on paper. So now I a, have to say it. A, damn it. A style, <laughs> not a specific beer. Uh, if you had to drink one style of beer for the rest of your for life. For the rest of my life. Yeah. And I couldn't have anything else. No. I'm going to probably go with. Bourbon barrel aged marshmallow style. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it, Greg. Well, it's been, it's not been nice knowing you. Goodbye. Podcast <laughs> over. See ya. I will say uh, the bourbon no, barrel. I would jelly. probably, I would probably, <laughs> I really would, I would go with like, a, like, like a American, like an American pale ale, like, like similar to scratch. Like yeah. you're touching all the, like the, 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 the things that like, it's hoppy, but it's also refreshing and uh, easy to drink. So, I mean, I would love to say like, you know, uh, well, if you're a brewer or, or you own a brewery, you should say a Pilsner or something lager. like that. Yeah, some kind, of, uh, some kind of some kind of lagered beer. But yeah, or a lagered beer. But uh, and, uh, and and believe me, I love them as well. But um, I think if I could only drink one beer, it would probably be that. Um, I mean, I love hop. And that hits me in all the right places. So I would go with that. But Pilsner would be close. Pilsner's great too. I love Pilsner. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Never goes out of style, easily crushable. Um, you can, if you're looking for like to fill that vacant hop in your life, you can do the dry hopping of the Pilsners and people doing that, like gives that, that floral hoppiness. Mm-hmm. So you can like you can add more like hops to a pilsner to give you that hop fix while still keeping it like in that classic style. Right. And I think that that uh the the scratch the surface kind of goes along the same lines of like the pilsner. It's like it's a crushable beer. It's not like overpowering with any certain hop, you know, it's not bitter, it's not it's not overly bitter, it's not overly juicy, it's not overly citrus, it's just right there, you know. Break down the pipe, yeah. as it were. 
ticks all the boxes yeah. as we're finishing up this English beer here. I had to do one uh, Great British Bake Off reference. There you go. Got mine in. You always got to get one in. Ticks all the boxes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anything uh, before we get out of here, uh, anything of note coming up for Rebel Hill that we should keep our eye out on? Um, I mean, just, uh, you know, look for lock 29 opening and, um, in, in the, the later spring, um, and we'll be down there. Uh, you can order any of our, our stuff off of, um, our online site and we have curbside pickup. We don't do delivery anymore. Um, we were doing it like when things were like in lockdown. Um, and then, um, you know, you never know, uh, you might see, uh, you might see Jason at your doorstep again, dropping off beer, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Or a UPS driver or something like oh, that. Yeah, but, or an UPS um, driver. yeah, I mean, I think like with, with, with me really, it was all, it, I was always like, um, just baby steps of walking and, and, um, just let it organically, um, you know, grow itself you know like i never um you know just look it, it, i mean it's funny because you see where we're at and that's the other thing people think that we're like a lot bigger than we are because we have that huge sign and <laughs> it kind of is misleading <laughs> and then you get here and you're like oh shit like this place is that big but um yeah it was always like i want i, I just wanted to have the whole entire uh brewery organically grow and do something bigger and if it got and if it got bigger it got bigger if it didn't then i was happy as long as we were making um good beer um and that's really that that's all that mattered um to us uh i was blessed to find uh my brewer Doug were like on the same page with how uh we feel beer should be and um, how we brew beer, you know, and when I write a recipe, he can take it and make it, uh, come to life, like exactly how I would want it to be. Uh, so that, that, that's the other thing that's great is having somebody like him on my team. Um, so he's one of so, yeah, our followers think- on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being Dougie like, fresh. I was like, who's this Dougie Fresh guy? And it said like Brewer at Rebel Hill. I went, holy shit. <laughs> it was like yeah, one of the yeah. first brewers that started following us. And I was like, oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, having Doug uh, been, been amazing. And uh, it's just really cool when you find someone that uh, is like on the same uh, mindset of, of uh, what you're trying to accomplish. And, um, I think it shows with the, the quality of the stuff that we're trying to produce. At least I hope so. And it seems that way because we got you to write an actual word review. On a, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just always about like trying to make you know quality stuff, and we and 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 doing it our way. And then hopefully people will um, you know look past us being in uh, a shop shopping center. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and i know we're going to be dropping this on wednesday this week so yeah. i know you guys have something coming up i guess for um valentine's day are you guys doing some promotion or something with that i think I oh yeah so uh, we're doing like a beer pairing at with the guys from well fed and get back 
Um, so take your significant other or yourself, treat yourself. And, um, there's Tom, so what are you doing on Valentine's Day? They're doing, if you, if, like, if you know, you know, blackberry compote, uh, or pancakes. And then, uh, I think they're doing a tiramisu, uh, French toast with, uh, black is beautiful <sighs> and, and something crazy else that we're going to, we're going to, uh, do with stretch the circle. So we'll be there. We'll have cans, stop by, pick up some beer. Um, but yeah, I, I hit up, hit us up on the, um, on the Instagram, like our Instagram, uh, and, and, and go online and buy some beer. If you don't want to come in, we'll bring it to your car. So. They will. They will. I've seen, I, I, I've had it happen. Um, that Instagram is guys at rebel Hill brewing. So, you know, go check them out. Give them a follow shop online. It's uh www.rebelhillbrewing.com. Um, square site, everybody's using it. So yeah. I've got my stuff pre-saved from the million breweries that use square site. So <laughs> It's the best. It's so unified. Yeah, it's, I start putting in my amazing. phone number. They're like, Dan, you've been here before. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I'm giving you more money. Yeah. I was gonna say Square Sight's worse than my wife asked me, like, are you buying more beer? <laughs> <laughs> Square Sight's like, Are you sure uh, you want to use your saved information? Are you again? Do you, Dan? Do you really? <laughs> All right. Um, That's the only way you can get shroom. Shroom plug. Oh yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Oh man, true plug. The uh, we still have a can that we haven't even cracked into yet. That's been sitting in this fridge. We gotta do it. Yeah, we gotta do it. Dang. Yeah, I'll come in and have some of that. <laughs> there you go. That's a. We'll, we'll, that's our Troon special. We have we have a, a couple buddies that live out near Troon, and we have a New Jersey uh, constituents that are uh, gonna help us out with that true yeah. plug. Yeah, Troon. I just like going there and reading all the comments. Uh, yeah. I just, I, I follow them just to when they release the beer to then read all the people that complain that they didn't get the beer. It's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> it's like, but it, it's, it's funny because our buddy is like obsessed with Troon. He always, he always gets the beer drops. Yeah. And, uh, he, he'll text us Troon drop and then we'll send a link and we click on the link. It's like, all sold out. And we're like, God damn it. Every time. Yeah. And then his girl like texts, she's in the same change. He goes, already sold out right as we're about to say it's already sold out. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, oh, I see. exclusivity, I guess. Yeah. It's, got- a, it's a good problem to have. I don't know how they're doing it though. They, Cause uh, they only do prowlers. So yeah. I, I know, I know when we were, when we were closed and we were just doing prowlers, it, I wanted to kill myself because it was, <laughs> I don't know how the fuck they just do that. It's small, Crazy. small batch exclusive. They, they nailed the exclusivity market where it's like, if you got true and it's like people are, I feel like people Apparently are buying, they have the facility to not be small batch. They just do it. I mean, that's how they're making from what money. we've like, heard from New Jersey. People is everything's hyped. There. It's just yeah. all hype. Nothing. They, they've every, got the, they've got the barrels to do what other breweries are doing. They're just not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Like everyone, it, you can say like, oh, uh, like why the fuck don't you do this? Why don't you make this more or whatever? But you really don't know unless you're like the brewer. The brewer knows, you know, I would love to be bigger too. Like people, like, why, why the fuck don't you make more bleed green? And then we got 15 and, and then, um, you know, it's just like, well, why don't you get bigger? 
And it's like, all right, give me more money, but don't like, <laughs> I don't want to give you any of it back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Don't until, until we cover until, yeah, exactly. Until we crack that egg and we get them on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we won't know for sure. Right. All right. Yeah. Let's uh let's get Greg out of here. And we'll um, do some cleanup here. Yeah. So guys, remember uh subscribe, rate, review. Um it's the only way to help us uh help us get in. We I mean we almost cracked the top one hundred uh on in, Apple. Yeah, yeah, in the in the food category. In the food well, category. This show will do it. This will do it, <laughs> yes. With a pale ale and an ESB, you're going to at least you know, I know. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw marshmallows at the webcam, and it's just gonna <laughs> make this skyrocket. I'm telling you. Next episode, just ha- just have. Uh, I'm gonna start pouring. Open up those marshmallow uh, bourbon barrel age. So I'm gonna start pouring <laughs> orange marmalade puree over the pot, the webcam. I'm just gonna throw. Fluff. Go. I'm just gonna do fluff cocky on uh, Tom over here. <laughs> just just taking it out by spoon by spoon, just whipping you with it. <laughs> Jesus God. (laughs) All right, everybody (laughs) subscribe, rate, review, give us five stars, write a review, be creative. Uh, at the end of the month, we'll, uh, we'll pick out a review and, uh, and we'll send you some beer. Uh, simple as that. Um, upcoming guests, we got, uh, we got it. We February great month. I mean, we've already done rebel Hill. Yeah. Um, the, we have next week we have, uh, we have Basil and Kevin from, uh, brothers Kirshner coming on, um, uh, the following the, so that's, uh, February 15th. Um, so, you know, when you're in that Valentine's day hangover, uh, <laughs> you and your loved one can snuggle up and go on twitch.tv slash best, best friends pod and, uh, a podcast, sorry. Uh, and, and view us talking to Kevin and Basil. Yep. Talking um, beer, drinking beer. Yep. And, uh, the following week on, uh, February 22nd, we will be talking Dreams with, do come true. Yes. We'll be talking with Mike from new trail brewing. Woo! Yeah. Bah, bah, bah. Super hype. Um, and then, uh, the Saturday, this is an odd one. Yeah. This is a yeah. weird one. Saturday afternoon. Oh, afternoon. Yeah. Saturday, February 27th. Don't worry guys. There's no more football. No. You don't have to watch football. No. What are you going to watch? March Madness? Come on. It's not even March yet. Um, college basketball doesn't matter until it, until we get to March. Um, <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be live from Warwick Farms uh, Brewing. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. We've had them on the podcast before. We can't wait to uh, talk to them again. This is going to be in the brewery, too. In the brewery. Yep. We're so. going to be, we'll be looking at the the skeleton of their future tap house. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know stay tuned. We got some great things coming up. Yeah. Uh, March is going to start shaping up soon. Um, Dan hit us with some plugs. All right. So Instagram and Facebook are real easy. So give us a follow. That's best, best friends pod. That's best, best friends. P O D. Hell yeah. Um, we also have an email. If you want to email us about uh, breweries, we should feature. If you are a brewery and you heard this show and you want to come on, or you have an idea of something for the podcast, send us an email. It's best, best friends pod at gmail.com. Tom, again, that's best, best friends. P O D. Hell yeah. Um, also, yeah, we mentioned all those upcoming dates. Um, you don't have to get ready for 
uh, drop for this one. This is twitch.tv slash best, best friends podcast. Oh, I know. Yeah. Follow we can along. change that, right? Um, you know, we are, we're all, we're still advertising. If you want to, if you want to subscribe or donate to the cause, we are trying to get dirty Danzig off the ground that, uh, if you, if you're new to That's the, our movie side project, yeah. If you're new to this, um, we're, we're remaking dirty dancing, uh, line for line shot, shot for shot. shot. Um, but we're replacing Patrick Swayze with Glenn Danzig. Best in peace, buddy. Um, so we're going to be doing dirty Danzig and you know, if Can that you takes, imagine making pottery, Oh, I can. That's that's ghost. Oh, that's a whole different movie, Dan. <laughs> but if damn it, it. <laughs> but if it takes off, we might be maybe maybe we'll do Dirty Danzig Havana Nights. I don't know. Oh, oh nice, nice. Yeah. How um, much is Danzig one for this? I don't. How I, much does it cost? We haven't approached him yet, but we have um, we have set up the uh, the script. Obviously, a shot I mean, for shot remake, so we don't really just, have to change anything. No, we just have the yeah. script. And so I'm just, just assuming present. all he wants is a pair of leather plant pants and a bucket of blood. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And we're we going to get him a Greyhound ticket to, to, to come out here. We heard on the rider that maybe resurrecting Jerry Orbach's ghost is on there, but yeah. we'll see what happens. It's the perfect role for him because Swayze was, was shirtless the entire movie. He said, if we can get Lenny Briscoe back from the dead to star in it, that he may consider it. Yeah. He was like, Hey, can you, can you just reanimate that corpse, please? I need Jerry Orbach. I need you to reanimate that and corpse. And a lot of blood. That would be so metal. Mother! <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's uh, that, that's in the works, but, you know, we need <laughs> we need the viewer's help. Um, Dan, you got anything else? Huh? I think we've got everything that we can go through. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. What, what, what do you think of this podcast episode? What do you think? Running it, or is this the whole Doyle thing? No, yeah, it was a it, dude. It was like the one of the best Misfits shows I've ever seen in my life. No, oh, that's lie. Awesome. no lie. Oh man, you can cut all this out afterwards. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. That was good. We, we do zero editing. Yeah, we do zero editing. We're gonna keep this in there. <laughs> oh shit, we do. So me, lot. so me calling it is it that Doyle bullshit is gonna be in there because I know Doyle's around here and he goes to Warwick Farm Brewing, so I hope he doesn't hear this. <laughs> Oh yeah, he does. He does. He? he does. Oh. oh, do you think he can get this dancing? Oh, I think so. We should talk to Warwick about. Yeah, that. we'll talk. To All right, we'll talk to Ryan about that. All right. Um, other than that, Greg, thank you for coming yeah, on. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. This has been awesome to have. Uh, you know, a favorite brewery on. Yeah, you know, it always hypes us up to talk to uh, breweries, especially that we've had experience. You know, drinking their beers for quite a long pandemic. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'm glad you guys like it. Guys, thanks for all the nice compliments. That nice, <laughs> nice compliments. We're just blowing up your ego. Stop, yeah, stop adding marshmallow <laughs> to everything. Um, all right, and if you're in the Phoenixville area, uh, be sure to to visit Rebel Hill. Uh, I can assure you that you will not be disappointed. Yeah, California tortillas right next door. Yeah, grab a burrito, a burrito, and some uh, and some pale ale, chips and queso. Yeah, do a little little mexi 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 English combination. Uh, the classic British, an extra Spanish bitter. Yeah, there you go. I like it. All right, and you can eat their you can eat their food here too. So we're being that's how you get around it, Tom. That's I'm trying to make oh, this a hangout for us. I here. Like, okay, I like okay. where you I like where you're going at, Dan. We'll spin the wheel when yeah. we're in there too. Yeah, yeah maybe get a may, maybe get a free chips and queso. I'll I bring, don't know. I'll bring my burrito Alito card. Yeah, <laughs> I have to dig mine out from like 15 years ago. Yeah. All right, Greg. Again, thank you for coming on. We appreciate yeah, you. We appreciate hey, your man. beer. Everybody, go drink some Rebel Hill beer, Dan. We we're, can't forget this. I know. You know how I feel about you. I love you. Always have. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, just remember, it's not goodbye forever. It's just. I Greg, I hope you didn't think that the POD drops were going to stop because they never stop. I <laughs> POD is, it was like limp well. POD is now and POD is forever. Sonny Sandoval, we will have you on. We will have you on the podcast. All, All right. right. All right, everybody. Uh, just remember uh, that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That was the Clinton family. All right. Best Best Friends Podcast, episode 54. We out. See you. Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos, videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Hang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalette, a cluggalette. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best best friends pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan. How could you go wrong? So many pods up there were influenced for me. FC. <laughs>